Vanessa Shields overcomes adversity to stop Brittany Elkin in her pro MMA debut. Dun, dun, dun! Hey guys, Fred Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter, at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh wait, hold up, scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay, I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. So Shields was able to scrape out a victory in the third round versus Brittany Elkin. It was a fight where she was pretty much dominated for two rounds, uh, taken down, and basically just laid on. The issue here isn't really so much what Clarissa Shields did wrong or bad or what she has to improve on. For me, the fight was strange simply because going into this fight, it was billed as a grappler versus a striker. And apparently Brittany Elkin is a brown belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yet when she got the fight exactly where she wanted it and almost the most perfect position you could ever possibly ask for against a novice mount not only for a minute or two minutes for two rounds two separate rounds the first two rounds she didn't do anything now if you've been to any grappling gym brilliant jujitsu gym in the world you understand what a brown belt and mount can do to a novice and grappling That should be a position that a novice never escapes. And in fact, Shields was throwing her arms up in a punchy motion. That is just asking to get your arm snatched off. But the thing was, for me, is Elkin didn't do anything. So you're a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt, but you don't attempt any subs. Well, she attempted one. It was a piss-poor armbar that didn't come close, and she actually lost the position. And then you have Mount for two rounds and you're not even throwing down heavy strikes. Her ground and pound was pathetic. Now, obviously, she's not a great MMA fighter. That was apparent going into this. The bookmakers knew it. The matchmakers knew it. And that's why Shields was not only favored straight, but favored to win inside. When you look at her entire boxing record, I believe she has like three knockouts. She's not a power puncher. But you saw what happened. Elkins controlled the fight for two rounds and just collapsed immediately folded in the third round now i have to say this because apparently if you criticize anything about clarissa shields you're a racist clans member kkk association i don't know i mean yeah you can't make this stuff up like i've said in past podcast videos if people are looking to find ways to be offended what i like to call the always offended crowd they're gonna find ways to be offended in fact side story here i had somebody asked me the other day uh why are you on parlor parlor has a bad a uh, association with it and i said 
I'm not into all this mainstream media spewing this about this site, that site. If you're here, you're there. If you're this, you're that. All Like I said, if people are offended, they want to be offended. That's their life's goal is to go look at things and be offended. If you're offended because I'm on Parlor, then you're going to be offended. If you're offended because I'm on Rumble and got banned from YouTube, you're going to be offended. If you're offended because I criticize your favorite fighter, you're going to be offended. If you're offended because I make more money than you or less money than you or drive a better car or worse car or wear certain clothes or do this or do that, you get it. This environment is just totally chaotic and insane, but it's really sad to see in my little niche sport of combat sports. I don't like that. I don't like when people bring that garbage of the always offended into you can't criticize somebody or somebody's performance or question anything because if you do you're automatically a hater or you're automatically a racist or it's automatically because of this nationality or because of their religion or because no maybe it's just because it doesn't make sense for a brown belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu to take a novice down have them down in full mount and do absolutely nothing nothing no real attempts to finish the fight whether it's from strikes or subs that is strange. If you don't believe me and you think I'm talking a bunch of smack, take your ass to any Brazilian jiu-jitsu class in your town, wherever you're listening. I don't care anywhere in the world, wherever you are. You go in there. You let a brown belt mount you. And then you try to survive those minutes, those rounds with a brown belt that really is looking to take your arm off or choke you out and see how it works out. Because this is what you're basically facing in the Shields Elkin fight. Obviously, Shields is a total novice on the ground. People use that as an excuse to say, well, of course she got dominated on the ground. Of course she got laid on. Of course she didn't understand what she was doing. She's only been training for seven months. But on the flip side, if you say, so you have a BJJ brown belt who's going against the novice, who's only been training for a few months, who doesn't understand the positions that well, who is new to the sport, and she didn't even try to finish the fight? All of a sudden, I guess you're a racist, or all of a sudden you're a hater, right? It makes zero sense. That's illogical to the highest degree. No, the problem here is the BJJ brown belt should be able to maul that novice play with them, toy with them, do whatever they want to them. In all honesty, Shields was a zero threat off her back. In fact, she was throwing her arms up like, here, take one, take it home as a trophy, put it on your shelf. There was no submission threat there. At the very worst, what would happen? Shields would stand up. And in fact, when, she's, when she switched positions, off of the terrible armbar, she still stayed in the grappling range. She was just happy to ground and pound her. In fact, that's how she finished the fight, right? So you're still in danger, theoretically, with a BJJ brown belt if you're allowing them to grab your leg, to grab your waist, to stay close to you. Even if you're ground and pounding them in that position that they were in, there's still danger because they could grab a heel hook, right? They could take your back. There's a lot that they could do that could sweep you. And all of a sudden now you're thinking, man, I should have been up. I shouldn't have been in this position. I shouldn't have been that close, but that didn't happen there. So in reality, this podcast is really more about Elkin than it is Shields. 
Because if you want to criticize somebody, I think you have to criticize Elkin. If you want to praise somebody, I think you got to praise Shields. What? Yes, there is a thing called constructive criticism. If you like somebody's performance or you like a certain fighter or whatever, you don't necessarily have to be drinking the Kool-Aid. And if you criticize somebody, you don't like their performance or you thought something wasn't on the up and up, you don't all of a sudden have to become a white nationalist. Sometimes it is what it is. It is what you see and you bring it up and that's all it should be. People make things way too complicated. Like I said, life is hard enough. Why are you going out of your way to make it more difficult? It's a strange phenomenon. But anyway, if you want to talk the positives with Shields, yeah, she is a novice and she showed really good cardio because she was laid on for two rounds. A lot of fighters fatigue being laid on, especially she's not used to that. She's coming from boxing. Obviously, that's a new position to be in. She remained cool as ice, calm and collected, understood exactly what was going on, never looked panicked, never got too crazy and did ridiculous things. The arms up in the air was a disaster. It could have easily spun off for an arm bar. But other than that, she she tried to hug her, keep her close, tried to minimize any of the few punches that Elkin did throw. Like, for the most part, uh, Shields had it easy because she could just pretty much stay close. And Elkin was just content to not only stay in mount, but she was high in mount. Just a whole bunch of stuff from Elkins doesn't make sense if you're a BJJ Brown belt. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, but Shields showed heart as well being down the first round. She normally doesn't lose rounds in boxing. I have seen her knock down before in boxing. But generally speaking, she has her way. Loses the first round in a sport she's never competed in. Comes back in the second round and loses that round in the same position, which could be the worst position she could be in, obviously, as a striker. On your back flat on your back in mount terrible right and she still comes back has a heart determination in the third round to finish a fight put elkin in a bad spot and not stop punching until the ref stepped in brilliant like i said i don't really see any faults in any of those things that that happened there only issue i take fault with is a bjj brown belt not acting like a bjj brown belt and to me it just speaks volumes because Normally in that situation, had you bet on Elkin, you're like, this is gold. It's cashed. It's over. As soon as she gets her down, your eyes light up. She slides in the mount. You're like, oh, good Lord, here it is. Then you're thinking, why isn't a sub coming? Okay, maybe she's going to soften her up. There's a little bit of pity patter here and there, but nothing real. Like, why are you sitting in mount just laying over the top of her? That makes zero sense. You train as a grappler. To fight a world-class woman's boxer that you know you want to take down. And when you get her down, what was the plan? Was it to do nothing? To look at her? To lay on her? To win a three-round decision? So you're telling me the plan would be take her down, hold her down for the entire round, come back out, risk getting knocked out, try to take her down again, hold her down for the entire round, come out the next round, risk getting knocked out, take her back down, Hold her down for the entire round and then win a decision? Seriously. Brittany, if that was your coach's game plan, find me on Twitter. Give me a call because you need some new damn coaches because that makes zero sense. No, logically, the plan would be you take the striker down so you don't get punched in the face and knocked out. And then you dominate her in a position that she's a novice in. 
And that's exactly what was happening the first two rounds. But I knew right away there was a problem. I was watching it and posting on socials at the same time going, you don't have somebody amount like that that doesn't do any damage. That speaks volumes about how terrible that fighter is. So let's be real here. You tell me what you think. Is Brittany Elkins just the worst Brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt that's ever lived that can't dominate and play with and maul a novice that's not even, I mean, you're talking like the whitest of white belts that's been training for seven months? Or was she intentionally not trying to win the fight? That's the question. And let's be real. I think that's a legitimate question. Again, you don't have to be a world champion jiu-jitsu player to dominate a novice. Hell, I've seen blue belts, certainly purple belts, that you wouldn't even know their name. You walk in that gym as a novice and give them mount, you're not getting out of mount. You are not getting out of mount. If they want to submit you, they will submit you. If they want to play with you and just positionally dominate you, they will. But it's their choice, not yours. So I have real questions about how a legitimate brown belt could be in that position for that long, do no damage, basically attempt no submissions, don't even try to end the fight, fold at the first side of adversity, Coming in as an underdog. Predicted to lose by knockout. Like, I mean, come on, yo. Sometimes when it stinks, you know, there might be a problem. But you look at the fight. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Leave me a comment. Let me know. Is Brittany Elkins just a terrible, horrible Brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt? Or was she carrying Clarissa Shields? Because here's the issue here. This isn't about what Shields did. So there's no excuse that anybody can come at me with that says Shields did this, that, and the other. Because it was basically Elkins doing nothing. Shields really didn't have to defend much. Certainly she didn't have to use sub-defense one time. And that was a terrible, terrible armbar. She she basically had already lost the armbar when she fell back for it. And she really didn't even have to defend ground and pound because it was almost non-existent. So if you're not having to defend ground and pound, not worried about getting punched in the face, not worried about getting your arm taken off or your neck choked, then what are you really doing? So in my opinion, the critique is all on Elkin and the praise is all on Clarissa because Clarissa in those positions, that's new to her. A BJJ brown belt being a mount against a novice white belt? That should not be. There shouldn't be a thing that Clarissa could do that would ever make Elkin question the position or even think. At that at that level, I don't... If you've never grappled, at that level of brown belt, I mean, you're talking about... This, this is just... This is muscle memory here. I mean, they don't have to think about these things unless they're in really high-level matches. Like I said, it's like a it's like a grown adult playing with a child. Even if you're two adults, hell, even if the person that you're grappling with is bigger than you, you put. Uh, this is the whole idea of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. 
you put a novice big person in against a skilled Brazilian jiu-jitsu player and that Brazilian jiu-jitsu player can do a lot of things that would blow your mind. But apparently, for Brittany Elkin, having mount for two rounds against a white belt novice, she was unable to end the fight. Very interesting. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.